And so I'm not used to I'm not used to this yet with the the mic here because I'm used to projecting a lot more. Or maybe I can just balance better in the last four episodes. I don't know. I think it's insulation. Uh, no, no, because um, no, it's totally the insulation. <laughs> fuzz hanging off. Your I chin. do. Don't I? Oh my God. <laughs> significant fuzz. <laughs> that was pretty incredible. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a nice rat tail growing off his chin. Hello and welcome to Fuzz Hanging Off My Chin Radio. <laughs> Take a look at that. Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse Nelson, Conduit Coffee. Howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. Um, I kind of flubbed the Thanksgiving uh, schedule a little bit. Because last time I recorded, we recorded in the morning. Right. And we were like, holy crap, we're recording in the morning. That's like the first time ever. Even today, we were like, let's meet in the morning. And we kind of did, and we still haven't recorded until the afternoon. Right. <laughs> Though, to be well, fair, we went to a cupping. Yeah, I went to a coffee tasting. Yeah. But still, that's like, it never happens in the morning. Anyways, we recorded two episodes, and then I put one up the week before Thanksgiving. For the th- that was the Thanksgiving episode. And then I was supposed to put up the uh, brief um, Holiday Blends episode right afterwards. Yeah. Oh, wow, I went to go listen to that one, and it wasn't there. Yeah, I totally believe you, Jesse, because you listen to every episode. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. Um, anyways, and then we were going to follow it up with talking about the Winter Lake. That's right, and here we are. Here we are. T- totally a week later. Whatever. Whatever. It snowed in yeah. Seattle today. It's pretty Holy exciting. Holy cow. So it's perfect it's day. Yeah. I was up at 1 a.m. looking at the snow. I was just standing there looking out my door. And I love when it snows because it just always seems extra quiet. Right. Um, and I don't know if like there's actually, obviously it was like 1 a.m. so it's going to be quieter. But I don't know if there's like actually sound dampening properties when everything gets covered in snow. Maybe there is. That seems reasonable to That's assume. totally true. Um, I just, I, I love the sound of the world. Quiet. When it's snowing. But, uh. It's nice out on the water. Yeah. You can hear the snowflakes hit in the water. I was, I was walking around yesterday night when it started snowing and it was, it was a lot like blizzardy because it was really, it was really like still in the evening. I went over to Royal Drummer. Royal Drummer had their, uh, Ghost Fish, um, Brewery's Winter Coat. Hmm. coffee porter release party nice pretty good yeah yeah it was pretty tasty um and then i walked home just as it started snowing it was just really still walking there and then i walked out and like snow was just blowing sideways and it was just like <laughs> but i had my russian hat with me ah. which i was really happy about because i never get to actually utilize that fully with the flaps and everything you have yeah. all your flaps yeah got the flaps but it's like I, it even has the face flap if it gets really blizzardy, which, you know, I don't live in Russia, so that's never going to happen. But no. I mean, it happens maybe once a year in Seattle yeah. where you can sort of use it. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those, like, it could be 50 below and my head's going to be warm. Hats, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. That's the vodka. Oh, yeah. The vodka plus the hat. <coughs> right. Yeah. It's a combination of the two. Right. I mean, they're almost worthless. Yeah. We'll get to that next, next episode. Next week. Next week, this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, holiday blends, winter like. I was actually we're drinking some right now. That's that's are. the noises you might be hearing. Yeah. The <laughs> so good. 
face was all red. Yeah, I was um, I was thinking about bringing some other blend, uh, um, holiday blends, but I couldn't get my hands on any. Yeah, it's fine. just a little early in the season. I think we're all sort of launching them now as roasters. Uh, next week. Well, Kuma um, and Belton have theirs out. Right. They look really good. Yeah, they're always good. Yeah. Is it Kuma still Bear Claws? <coughs> yes. I think so. Um, I was, I don't know why I was expecting the bag to be sparkly. I think I was remembering... The geisha. Yeah, he had a geisha with yeah, sparkly They hand-painted, they hand-sparkled yeah. all those bags. I kind of wish I still had the bag. Yeah. But So blends. Yeah. Winter Lake in particular. Um, so that's Conduit's uh, name for our blend. Mm -hmm. um, it's a blend of single origins. As we discussed all the previous episode. Yep. It's uh, it's really lovely. It's a it's a kind of an all natural Central American uh, coffee, basically. So it's it's uh, an El Salvador natural. It's really lovely, really juicy, and ripe fruit and fudgy and you know kind of some deep chocolate fudge like that, combined with a direct trade um, Costa Rican, the Hacienda Las Manitas, and it's a uh, Really lovely, it's a black honey process, so it's pretty sweet, but it's much more cherry juice, kind of sweet and tart. I think together they sort of turn into cranberry sauce and holiday mm. spices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like, I like the spice in here. It's far more um, seasonal than I really thought it would be. It's very... It's got kind of a moldness to it. Mold something. <laughs> mold, like, like <laughs> oh, the drink, sorry. not just yeah, mold Like mold coffee. cider, mold wine, something like yeah. that. No, like it's been... It's been like spiced, spiced wines. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> it tastes like mold. <laughs> I did not. I did not brain that when I said the words. <laughs> I think that that's going to be the the slogan for all of our holiday blends in Seattle. <laughs> the seasonal um, mold. Yeah. No. It's it's got it's got a lot of lovely spice to it, um, and there's there's like a little bit of aromas of like pine here and there. Yeah. <clears throat> so we brewed this on the on the Chemex today. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been cold, and the beans have aged a couple more days since I dialed it in. Mm -hmm. And so I think I think the brew could be a little bit sweeter. Mm. Um, you want to tell us about? Um, you mentioned the black honey process. Do you want to tell us what that is? Why that's called that? Uh, yeah, the black honey process is essentially it's. Um, in this case, it's 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 a signifier of how long the coffee was being fermented, and so. Um, basically, it gets darker, and um, so just to, <clears throat> I think honey processes in general, that's like a combination of a natural and a wash, right? So they kind of like let the cherry dry to a certain point, right? And it's it's a word that's used a lot. Yeah. Um, so there's usually a um, like a you take some of the mucilage off, you leave some of it on, um, and then there's also two different words for honey describing the length of time that the mucilage was left on versus the time that it was actually fermenting. Um, Hmm. So there's a lot of confusion in the market. We were talking about that at La Marzocca the other day, weren't we? There was like black and red. Right. And then there's shades of like yellow or something like that. Yeah. And the black and red describe... The fermentation. The fermentation, okay. And that's... Um, okay. We don't have to go too much in detail, especially since I don't even know. <laughs> I can't even visualize. It's hard, and it's it's everything's changing. So yeah. the honey processing is is a way that um, I mean farmers can really have a big impact, or you know the production centers can really have a big impact on the flavor of coffee. And they're experimenting with different fermentation times and the kind of sweetness and 
what that does with the you know anaerobic digestion and things like that that have been left out longer. Um, it changes the acids in the coffee mm -hmm. and can break some things down and create some new ones. So it's a lot of experimentation happening at that level. So it's really fun. I mean, it's a it's beautiful coffee. Yeah. I mean, it's really well sorted. It's really. Um, so I remember in particular that half of this blend on the table on Tuesday when we were cupping. Yeah. <clears throat> and it had, um, I remember, so it had some really nice, um, I mean, when I smelled it, what popped into my head was gin. Like it would either like it was like gin or it would go really well with mm. gin. Just kind of like that sort of juniperiness. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Aroma. I can see that. Yeah. Um, but then in the taste, it has the um, like really um, notable fruit quality to it. Yeah, fresh like, fruit. To like me. hard hard berries too, mm -hmm. like like a cranberry or something like that. Um, and but when you combine it, I remember we kind of had this experience with the spring blossom. When it's combined with the El Salvador, it, it's like it changes a lot, or or rather, it highlights something completely different than what I notice when it's on its own. Um, but I can't remember. Well, that's what I love about blending is yeah. that there's attributes of these coffees that do go well together, you know, and they do form certain emotions but it's not like, and other flavors. It's not like taking those two experiences and combining them. It's like it creates a new experience. Right. With the So that's where kind of the tart, you know, berry, juniper sort of, mm -hmm. I don't want to say bitterness, but it's that sort of, it's tart. You know, yeah. It's kind of fresh fruit and tart. Yeah, cranberry is a good, um, is a good, uh. I feel like on its own, the, the La Pradera is, is not as cranberry. It's much more cherry mm -hmm. and juicy. Mm -hmm. But if you picture that kind of cherry juice getting mixed with raspberries, and it sort of brings out that sort of reduction cranberry sauce sort of thing. Right. Interesting. What were you picturing when you were um, figuring out the winter blend? Like, what was your, what was your goal for Red. it this year? Red. Red. I want. Spicy, I like that. I want spicy red. No, I like, like that a lot. Pie spices and yeah. red, you know, mistletoe, cookies, That's gingerbread, things like that. And so then it kind of depends on what coffees we have. And it's really stuff. good. Red is a good description for this. It, it, just at the cupping earlier at La Marzocca this morning, um, she was mentioning purple, right, as a description, and I was like. I could see it tasting like purple. Yeah, there's some. I definitely see that um, shapes as well. Um, I know you, you like know. to use sh pointy, pointy sometimes, all the time. Yeah, it's a little bit pointy. I mean, it has like some mm. mistletoe points on it, but it's generally pretty <laughs> sweet and red. That's funny. You're saying that I'm actually so. Maybe that would, maybe that would be a good name for. I was thinking mistletoe would be a good name for one of these drinks. I'm getting for off next on, week? For, on next week's subject. Yep. We'll get back to that later. Put a put a pin in that, listeners. Uh, pointy will be pointy. maybe a descriptor of of drinks we have fun with next week. Um, <clears throat> Can't wait for next week. Yeah, that's gonna be amazing. <laughs> we should just end this now. No. <laughs> Psych! I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna do it that way. You're just not gonna talk the rest of the time. I have nothing to say. After that. <laughs> like a great awkward ending. Um, <laughs> how else do you like to prepare this? So we did this on the Camex. How does this come off? As a, have you done this with the French press yet, or? Uh, we have done some French press. That's yeah. kind of how. It's an easy way to come up with formulas and mm -hmm. taste the. You know, subtle little differences in the blend, like 
pork proportions. Um, pork portions. Pork pork portions. Proportions. Bacon coffee? No. Porpoise coffee. Bacon coffee. Mm -mm. I've had that before. It's awful. Ba ba bacon should never be a flavor added to anything. It should just be its own thing. Except a Bloody Mary. Well, but then it's just putting bacon in a Bloody Mary. That's different than bacon flavoring things. I can't wait for next week. Like bacon salt? I don't know. I'm skeptical about bacon, anything that's not just bacon. Like bacon jam is brilliant because it's bacon. But it's not like bacon flavored jam. Right. I mean, I'm saying that there's something between bacon flavoring and hunks of bacon. Yeah, that's true. What, why, why is bacon salt happening next week? It's not next week. Oh. <laughs> why is bacon anything happening on the show next week? I don't have bacon-related things here. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a very confusing show for the people listening. I don't even know. What for people who aren't listening, though, they're not oh going to be confused gosh. at all. Um, what was I asking? At least they only have to listen to the first five minutes. How did this... Oh, they're going to have to listen. Yeah, to the pork proportions is how you got on the... Pork proportions. <laughs> your bacon... Your bacon dandy. Yeah. <laughs> so let's... Let's backtrack. Get back to the pork portions of your French press. Well, I just tried, you know, is it... What... Because it's a post-roast blend of coffee, so we roast the each coffee component separately, so then we get to kind of pick what proportion we want to mm -hmm. do. So um, that does sound like a pretty easiest way to experiment. I've been kind of doing that. It's easy myself. We ended up just doing fifty-fifty. Yeah. You know, it was it was. There's some nice things coming out at like three quarters to a quarter, but it really um, it, it's too much effort with the numbers. You know, because we have <laughs> yeah. to do individual batches, so that means we do one batch to three batches or something like that, mm -hmm. and that's a, that ends up being a lot of coffee. Um, and it's just hard to manage that just inventory-wise and, and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, the 50-50 tends to be good. Um, and it wasn't that far off. I actually, I really like the 60-40 blend, but that's even harder numbers to think about. Yeah, 60-40 so. in favor of the La Cordera? Uh, with, the, the with the El Salvador Natural. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So it was much more fudgy. Was, oh, I could, yeah. yeah it was mm -hmm. more of a, it was more of kind a. Kind of makes sense. My, my, uh, my personal sweet spot, yeah, I've been on, on these, uh, this track of, of understanding personal taste and all this sort of thing. Um, like, how do you figure out what exactly you like in coffee? And I've, I've done a lot of exploring that, trying to help other people figure that out. You know, we've got the Explorer kit that, uh, you know, I'm testing out and that's Great. gonna be um, doing little launches here and there just to test out how people react Great. to that sort of thing. And CoffeeCon at the end of January. There's a lot about how do people explore and learn mm -hmm. about coffee and stuff like that. Absolutely. So I've, I, I, you know, as I've discovered like the kind of flavor profile, so to speak, that I prefer in coffee has been, um, I've confirmed that with like, I like it in wine, I like it in scotch and bourbon and like every, every like even like food and stuff. And it's this combination of uh, fruity berry and deep chocolate. Hmm. Like, like those are your characteristics that you're finding that you like? Or yeah, you just yeah that it? I just kind of like, I prefer. It was like, I mean, when I first really discovered that was with the Yemen, because hmm. it had that kind of fudgy fruitiness. Right. Like naturally natural in it. Yeah. And, and you can kind of make, so I've been kind of making that with blends and stuff here and there. Mm -hmm. Just like I end up with a lot of leftover right. coffees and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fruity and chocolatey. Let's do that and then it 
it's really intriguing yeah. to me. Just well, and there's something really lovely about natural processed coffees and blends to yeah. me too. Um, they have a lot of flavors, a lot of rich flavors that come through and some of those really interesting notes you don't get from washed coffees. But then paired with washed coffees, they mm -hmm. can kind of mellow out and really complement each other. Um, granted, we didn't do that this year, but... Yeah. Um, so uh, before we sign off on the, so Winter Lake here, which is available on uh, conduitcoffee.com. Yep. Um, what, would you, what do you prefer enjoying this coffee with? Is this like a dessert coffee to you? Like have it with pie? I love this, this a, coffee. It's a, it's a weather thing to me. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, this morning I was looking at all the jars of coffee and what to brew and it was just Winter Lake just yep. to go with the snow and go with the season. Um, it, it, um, was I was eating eggs and potatoes yesterday morning and I had a cup of Winter Lake. Oh yeah? And it went really well with that. It brought out like almost a, a, a maple syrup sort of sweetness in the coffee. Fascinating. Um, so I would say it pairs really well with, with most foods as mm. well. It's not, you know, it's not too dynamic. It's not too sharp and pointy. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it just mellows out. And I think with food, it, you know, especially kind of spicy food, yeah. it will get more chocolatey. I've really started to notice how coffees um, shift as, as you're eating things. Yep. I was kind of doing this this morning uh, at the La Marzocco. I got an Americano of their geisha. The Guatemala geisha. Yeah, which is so a black honey process as well. That's pilot coffee from yep. Toronto, their, their geisha. And I, um, so I was enjoying that by itself, but then I also got this little like chocolate croissant. And so I was having this chocolate and this pastry and then tasting the geisha. And it like kind of completely cut through, like it took the place of the, like deeper, richer flavors in the geisha, and it just completely pulled out the brighter mm. um, parts of it. Right, it's like the chocolate tasting at Intrigue. Yeah, where it's the you know the same coffee. Yeah, same coffee. Just all the different. The coffee chocolates. changed every single time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, Winter Lake, go get it. Howdy ho, neighborina. Howdy ho. What's up? Oh, just you're our sign off. Congratulations. You have been listening to Coffee Lovers Radio. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Support the producers. Check out Coffee Lovers Magazine at coffeeloversmag.com and download our app. Also get yourself some fantastic coffee from Conduit Coffee at conduitcoffee.com.